Today is Food Freedom Day. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture has done the calculations and says as of today, a Canadian household of average income will have earned enough to pay their entire year's grocery bill. Canadians spent 11% of their disposable income on food in 2020. That's slightly higher than the 10.9% of disposable income spent on food in 2019. With the significant increase in per capita food and beverage expenditures up nearly $300 from 2020 to an estimated 4091 Food Freedom Day has moved back a day to February the 9th. This rise in food expenditures would have seen a more dramatic effect were it not for an increase in household disposable income in late 2020 to help mitigate some of the increased costs. 2020 was uneven across the red meat livestock sectors, a trend FCC expects to continue in 2021. Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says when it comes to trends to watch for, we want to keep an eye on China's efforts to rebuild its pig herd. Now, the one thing that has changed, I would say, in the last couple of months in 2020 and certainly in, in early 2021 is that um, they've been rebuilding their herd uh, faster than I believe everybody or anybody estimated. And so what it does is that uh, if you look at some of the statistics coming out of China, and of course you always have to be a, be a little bit um, skeptical in some ways of, of the numbers that are coming out, but I, I think you know all different sources and, and data that we have point out to rebuild that is a little bit faster than what we thought. And so um, this could actually have an impact on the global demand for protein. Other trends to watch for in 2021 include the growing strength and demand for red meat and rising feed costs. A number of producers take time over the winter to evaluate their farming and ranching operation. Rejuvenating pastures or haystands can help to improve productivity. Range Management Extension Specialist Luke Jorgensen says fertility is often a limiting factor in forage production, especially in older stands. For grass hay, you're taking off 40 pounds of, of actual nitrogen and, and just over 10 pounds of phosphorus from uh, each ton of or dry ton of forage that you're, you're taking off. And over time, that really adds up. He says fertilizing perennial tame hay can help to improve forage quality, yield and longevity of the stand. Well, with this week's bitter cold temperatures, producers are keeping a close eye on their animals, making sure they bump up rations as well as have a good supply of water and shelter to get out of the wind. Lauren Klein is a bison producer in the Weyburn area and says bison are especially hardier when it comes to the cold. There's many, many differences between bison and cattle. You know, they're both ruminant animals. Of course, bison are native to North America. And as far as winter time, the bison have, oh, I, I, should, I wish I could give you numbers, how many hairs per square inch, but it's significantly more than beef cows. So if it's 35 below and windy, they could just care less. His wife recently shared a video on working with the animals on social media. For Golden West... 
I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler.